wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Enter the freaky deaky music now. Ancient Chinese secret. No, don't. Just talk about something else. Baba, can I ask you, where, where's your name come from? <laughs> That's true. Wow, you're so nice. <laughs> But that was a big one. Brian, my buddy, how's it going, man? So, where is everybody? Love and Steve. Wow, you're so nice. Mavaka guy. Wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Talk about the calm before the storm. What do you play, Stephen? Oh, classic. It's not just about... Welcome, welcome, welcome. If I remember correctly. I said that was a great... God created a great creation. All right, Training Rabbit. Come on, man. Kill the music. Let's get going. Training Rabbit, a.k.a. Mavakaga, whatever you want to call it. I was listening to you guys earlier. and, and uh, Oh, were you? You guys are also great. You're funny, too. Also great one-man show. But that was a big one. It was a big one, wasn't it? Gonna and give them a round of applause. Give that round of applause. Yes, thank you, thank absolutely. you, Mercy Buku, Danke Shane, whatever the hell. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Training Rabbit. Recovering the Euro predictions, picks, whatever else. Today, Tuesday, June 8, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12.30 in the West, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30 in some places, 11.30 in some places. You get the drill. So how is everybody doing? Can everybody hear me okay? Yeah, I think you can. So basically how it works is we'll break down as far as today's show goes, we'll break down different teams that will be in the Euros. We'll cover each and every one, break them all down. If you guys want to call in, voice your opinion, who do you think is going to win, who's going to get destroyed, just whatever you feel like talking about. As far as Euros go, we're going to cover that today. In future streams, we will cover other matches, other leagues, other tournaments. Copa America is also starting a few days after the Euros begin. We will cover that maybe tomorrow or the next day. But this stream right now will cover just the Euros as there is a lot to go through. Covering each team is going to take a while. We see here Azuri. If you are interested in calling in at any time, all you need to do basically is just at the bottom of the video, you'll see a the description. There is a link right at the top. There is also the link in the pinned message 
as well as on the screen there. You just click on that link and basically all you do is verify that you are a YouTube or a Facebook user and you would be able to come onto the show and voice your opinion. No need to have a cam. All you need is a mic and uh, you could speak to me or get your point across, whatever your, your thoughts, feelings are. Who did you bet? Who did you pick? Who are you cheering for? Let us all know. And um, hopefully we can share some picks and previews of each and every team. As I said, there's there's quite a few teams. Uh, some breaking news out of Spain earlier today, which I will play for you right now. It, I just heard about it about an hour ago. It broke through here. And uh, uh, Mava Kaga, why don't you read it for me? All right. Let the audience know. Go ahead, Mav. The Spanish soccer squad's players will get a COVID-19 vaccine shot on Wednesday, less than a week before their opening Euro 2020 match, after Captain Sergio Busquets tested positive, Sports Minister Jose Manuel Rodriguez Uribe said on Tuesday. Busquets' positive result has thrown Spain's tournament preparations into chaos with the remaining 23 players going into isolation along with the coaching staff. An under-21 side led by their coach Luis de la Fuente will face Lithuania on Tuesday in what was supposed to be the nation's final warm-up game before the Euros. Coach Luis Enrique called up a group of six players, including Chelsea goalkeeper Kepa Arizabalaga, to complement the squad. They will train separately in parallel bubble away from the main Euros squad with a view to them being added should the need occur. So far, all the other players and staff have tested negative. We are making an exception because they represent us in a top-level competition, Rodriguez Arribes told Cadena Ser radio station, adding that they were already planning to give them the shots before Spain's captain had tested positive. Unlike other countries which have opened up vaccines to all adults, Spain is gradually working its way through age groups and is now focusing on people aged 50 to 59, with some regions making a start on 40 to 49-year-olds. More than 23% of Spanish population are already fully vaccinated. Rodriguez Uribe said which vaccine the soccer players would get has not been decided yet, so it is not clear when they would have immunization. Spain are due to play Sweden in their group E opener on Monday. Thank you, Mav. I wonder how many other stories we'll hear about COVID problems before kickoff in three days' time. And how will this affect the Euros? As we all know, it got postponed from last year because of this exact problem. Hopefully, this will be the end of it. Um, kind of funny how an under-21 side will be uh, playing Lithuania. Lithuania has never beaten Spain in a friendly or any other tournament. So this will be their best chance to actually get something out of it for the first time ever. Quickly checking the scoreboard of the friendlies that are happening today. There are a bunch of also North uh, and Central America World Cup qualification matches coming up later today, as well as South American qualifiers happening as well. But as of right now, as I'm gonna scroll over to the friendlies, matches that are already finished from earlier, Guinea has beaten Kosovo two to one. Nigeria and Cameroon battle to a nil-nil, ever so exciting draw. Benin and Zambia, 2-2. Poland and Iceland finished 2-2. Gambia 
and Togo. Gambia pull it out 1-0. Games that are still going on right now. In the 81st minute, we got Hungary and Ireland still battling to a 0-0 draw. In the 68th minute, this is pretty surprising. Czech Republic 1, Albania 1. Uh, we got 35th minute Morocco and Ghana at nils. 39th, Senegal, Cape Verde, nils. France and Bulgaria, 28th minute, nil-nil. And so much for the uh, Lithuanians. It's half time. Spain 2, Lithuania 0. Uh, just a quick update. As I was reading the scores, the Czech Republic have scored. 69th minute, Czech Republic 2, Albania 1. Coming up in the South American qualifiers, you got Ecuador versus Peru at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Later after that is Venezuela, Uruguay, Colombia versus Argentina. That should be a good one. Paraguay against Brazil. Don't think Paraguay can pull it out. Chile, Bolivia. I see Chile winning that one. Uh, from all those matches, I can see just about, well, let's go Ecuador, Uruguay, maybe Colombia, Argentina draw. Brazil to eke out a one-goal win over Paraguay. And Chile to beat Bolivia. Those are my picks in those matches. Canada has a massive game tonight against Suriname. That's going off at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this evening. I'll probably want to watch that one. The standings, and this is why this game is so big. Canada and Suriname both have nine points. The winner of the group is the only one that will advance to the next round. So Canada-Suriname tied at nine. The goal differential, though, is what, what will be the tiebreaker. And right now, Canada has plus 22, where Suriname has a plus 15. So a Canada draw or win, and uh, they will be just fine. Uh, okay, Kai Kai typing in Czech Republic, yes. Or if uh, you're in Canada, it would be C-H-E-Q-U-E. I don't know if that's how they also spell it in the States, but they might. Um, that I'm, I'm assuming Facebook user is AKA Leo. Let's go first through group A. Right, right, Kai Kai. Double, double. Kai Kai, right, right. Double, double. Hello, hello. All right. Again, if anybody wants to call into the show, the link is down at the bottom in the description. It's in the pinned message. Kai Kai is also typing it in the chat box, and it's on the screen right now. You're all more than welcome to call in. And there's Kai Kai, knowing who, exactly who that Facebook user is. We all know, but he, he remains incognito for now. Let me just change one thing here. All right, so we're going to go over group A first, of course. We'll do them all in order. And again, if at any time anybody wants to call in, feel free. You will be put in the queue, and then I will, uh, I'll let you on in. We will start with group A, as I said. First one is going to be Turkey. Uh, Mavakaga, do you want to tell them what's going on over in uh, 
the turkey side of things? Go ahead, Mav. To be completely frank, when Group H was first drawn, I did not expect Turkey to qualify. Senol Guns inherited a side in complete disarray. But they surprised just about everybody and even managed to take four points from the world champions France, booking a place in Euro 2020 with a game to spare. After years of defensive trauma, it is strange to see Turkey so strong at the back. Kagler Soyunku is the standout name but there is intense competition to be his centre-back partner with Juventus's Mary Demerel, Fortuna Dusseldorf's Khan Ahan, Ozan Kabak of Schalke and Roma's Mert Chetan all competing for a spot. And they are all young, the oldest being the 25-year-old Ahan. The midfield do not exactly play aesthetically pleasing football, but they are industrious and protect the back four. There are not a lot of options up front with an ageing Barak Yilmaz and Jenk Tosin in the forward line. The main attacking and creative spark will be the Roma winger Sengiz under, but there is a lot of young talent coming through and Guns is not afraid to give them a chance. And Turkey will actually be the first team to play versus Italy. That'll be the first match coming up in just three days' time. Super stoked, definitely. Friday, first match, Turkey versus Italy. And on that, we will... Go and see what is the preview for Italy. In case anybody doesn't know, uh, Kaikai just explaining what incognito means, as uh, obviously I taught her what it means, so now she is showing everybody else that it means of a person having one's true identity concealed. In case anybody was wondering, what does that mean, incognito? I have taught Kaikai. She is now in turn teaching the rest of the chat what the meaning of incognito is. Facebook user, aka, welcome, Leo. Uh, yes, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is kickoff on Friday afternoon here in, in Canada on the East Coast. If you are in Italy, it is at 9 p.m. kickoff. Alle nove. Let's read now the preview for the Italians. Mav, take it away once more. The Renaissance returns. Roberto Mancini took over as Italy's coach in May 2018, six months after the elimination against Sweden in a cruel, ugly World Cup qualifying playoff. Mancini chose to rebuild the team on new pillars, attacking football, technical players, youth. Against all odds, everything worked immediately. Italy won all their matches in Group J, scoring 3.7 goals per game and conceding only four. Italy now play with a 4-3-3 formation based on pressing, possession, and speed. The team may lack structure, Marco Verratti, Lorenzo Insigne, Nicolo Barella, and Jorginho are not heavyweight champions, but seem ready to impress Europe with a new generation of talents such as Nicolo Zaniolo, who was called up before he had even made his Serie A debut, Gianluigi Donnarumma, Stefano Sensi, Sandro Tonali and Federico Chiesa. We're not far off the best European teams, said Mancini. He could be right. Uh, yes, he could be right there, Mavakaga. But uh, your, your name pronunciation of, of some of these players are not exactly correct. But it's okay, you're trying. I think you're trying to say Jorginho and Nicolo Zaniolo. But it's all right, like I said. I mean, you sound like you're a little bit of a manja kick. 
little bit too Canadian for some of us, but that's all right. Like I said, it's all good. At least you're trying. The effort is there. And as you can see, Kai Kai kind of finds your uh, accent a little bit funny as well. Not, not mine. So first match, 48, no, wait a minute, 72 hours from now, just, just under 72 hours from now. I'm getting a little too excited thinking it was like in a couple days, but still three days away, unfortunately. Let's find out the other two teams and the previews for them in Group A. We have still to go Wales will be next, and then Switzerland. Uh, Mavakaga, what do you say about the Wales preview? Please take it away. After an arduous 57-year wait to reach a major tournament, Wales will attend their second in four years next summer. Until reaching Euro 2016, Wales were defined by their failures, but there is something refreshingly fearless about this new generation, even if they did make hard work of qualifying. A slow start under Ryan Giggs provided them with an uphill challenge, but, after beating Hungary in a winner-takes-all match in Cardiff, they finished this year unbeaten in six matches. Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey continue to provide the pizzazz for a nation that flourished at Euro 2016, reaching the semi-finals and, with seemingly more depth than ever, Wales will fancy their chances of going deep into the competition. Thank you once again, Mavakaga, as we got one more team to cover in Group A, and that will be Switzerland. Um, what I want to hear from you people out there as well is, what do you think the finishing standings will be for each group? So once we finish this group, I want to know your thoughts as to who will finish first, second, third, and fourth in their respective groups. We'll finish Group A with Switzerland. And... Uh, Kai Kai, Stachito about that sounding voice. He's trying, all right? Mavakaga is a little bit under the weather today, but he's still trying. The effort is there. And with that, Mav, take it away with the Switzerland preview. Switzerland didn't play well in qualification for Euro 2020, but ended up topping their group thanks to Denmark's failure to beat the Republic of Ireland. A big problem was Zerdan Shakiri's absence. The Liverpool man didn't play a single minute of qualification because of injury. So the Swiss team were short of creativity, but still had enough quality to qualify. Another problem is Granit Zaka's situation at Arsenal. So Switzerland have to solve the problems surrounding Zaka and Shakiri before the Euros start. There is also uncertainty over the future of the national coach, Vladimir Petkovic, whose contract ends after the tournament. But the team are talented and the key players such as Zaka, Shakiri, Jan Sommer, Ricardo Rodriguez, Fabian Schar or Horace Seferovic have played together for a long time. So after three consecutive eliminations in the round of 16 in major tournaments the goal is the quarterfinals this time. Um, it's Zaka, all right, and Pekovic, not Pekovic or whatever you said there, Mav. Just remember that for next time. There was a uh, story this morning also that Roma coach Mourinho is looking at Xhaka to come over to Rome from Arsenal. So that might be a done deal coming in the next few days. So of the four teams that we have covered so far in Group A, Italy, Turkey, Wales, and Switzerland, what do you think will be the top positionings? I am going to go with Italy to win the group. 
really tough to pick second place, of course, because every group is tough. But I'm going to go with, surprisingly, Turkey to finish second. Let's go. I'm going to go Wales as a surprise third and Switzerland to finish at the bottom. Not exactly a public favorite pick, but I'm going to go with those in the in that order. What what do you guys say? I want to hear. Obviously, I, I'm thinking everybody's going to pick Italy to win the group, but who do you think is going to finish second, third, and fourth? He yeah, Zaniolo has been injured all, what all year? I think he didn't play one game for Rome this year, did he? <clears throat> Italy, Turkey, Swiss, and Wales. So you're picking basically third and fourth, different than than my pick. Uh, Kai Kai is going Italy first, Switzerland second, Wales third, and gobble gobble Turkey fourth. Okay, let's go over to Group B. Group B has got Denmark, Finland, Belgium, and Russia. This one seems like a one-man or one-team group, really. But we will start with Denmark. Actually, Mavakaga will start with Denmark. Go ahead. It's been an odd qualification campaign for Denmark. The team scored goals like never before and didn't lose any of eight group outings, but still only just managed to secure their place at Euro 2020. That said Denmark fully deserved their ninth appearance at the European Championship Finals, which they won so memorably in 1992. This national team have gone 34 matches without defeat since October 2016, not enough to always satisfy fans and media who have demanded more adventurousness and entertainment, much to the annoyance of Age Haride the Norwegian manager. He is very proud of a team that seldom make mistakes and have a world-class keeper in Kasper Schmeichel. As a negative counterweight Christian Eriksen is surrounded by much uncertainty. He needs to become a regular at Spurs or find a new club in January. Without him at his best Denmark stand almost no chance of progressing from their group. We do have one big supporter of Denmark on our channel. He's not here right now, but he goes by the name of One World Gaming. Kai Kai, I'm sure you, you know of him. So, uh, Kai Kai, wait, wait for your picks. I didn't, I didn't say which team yet you think will finish first, second, third, or fourth. Hold your horses, please, and thank you. Hold your horses, horses. So that was Denmark's pick, uh, Denmark's preview. We're going to go now over to Finland. I think I think Finland's one of the weaker teams in this whole Euro competition. Am I have to take it away? Finland did not win a single game in 2016 under Hans Back, the former assistant coach to Sven Goran Eriksson at Manchester City. This prompted the Finnish FA to give the job to Marku Kanerva, who had held a caretaker manager role twice previously. Not much was expected from Kanerva a former school teacher and once a national team centre-back with almost no coaching experience at club level. But Finland started to win games. First they won their nation's league group and then qualified for the first time in their history for the European Championships. The core of the team is the same as that which qualified for the under-21 Euros in 2009, under Kanerva, but it took them almost a decade to blossom at senior level. 
Although these are not the best individual players Finland have ever had, this is definitely the best team, one with a special bond and team identity on and off the field. Only four of Finland's players, Teemu Pukki at Norwich, Lukas Radecki with Leverkusen, Fredrik Jensen at Augsburg and Jesse Joranen of Brescia, earned their salary in one of the top five European leagues. I would have to say Finland is definitely one of the teams not to get out of the group. Uh, I wonder what the uh, price is on that. I'm sure it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty low as I think one of the weakest teams again in, in the whole tournament. And um, one of the strongest teams easily to get out of the group is Belgium. Mav, give us a preview on Belgium, please. A truly easy ride. Belgium wrote history in a flawless qualification campaign with 30 points out of 30, 40 goals scored and only three conceded. When Roberto Martinez walked to school with his five-year-old daughter Lula the day after Belgium had thrashed Cyprus 6-1, she asked, how many goals did you make last night? When he answered six, she said oh, as if she thought it wasn't good enough. Belgium and their fans have been spoilt over the past few years, the heavy defeat in the Nations League against Switzerland serving as the only wake-up call. With three of the best players in the prime of their career, Eden Hazard, Kevin De Bruyne and Romelu Lukaku, and an aging defense this feels like the last chance for the golden generation to claim a trophy. When you talk to the players the lost semi-final against France at the World Cup in Russia always gets a mention. They want to put things straight. After we do the rest of the preview of Group B, which is only one more team in Russia, I will give you a really sleeper pick with odds of 8 to 1. I will discuss it right after Mavakaga gives you the preview for Russia, the fourth team in Group B. Russia's team has almost completely changed in the 18 months since they opened their World Cup campaign against Saudi Arabia. Three players from that starting 11 retired from international duty, Igor Akinfeev, Sergei Ignashevich and Alexander Samedov, two have been out this year, because of injuries, Alan Zagoev and Yuri Gazinsky, and two more lost their places in the squad, Fyodor Smolov and Ilya Kipov. Mario Fernandez, Alexander Golovin, Roman Zobnin, and the ageless Yuri Zerkov are the only players who have survived. The key character in this team is certainly Zenit striker Artem Zayuba. Fans love the captain for both his human qualities and footballing ones. Zayuba is the most prolific striker in the team, scoring nine goals in ten qualifiers. Golovin is another star man who made a breakthrough at the World Cup. The goalkeeping spot is Russia's weak link. The team are struggling without the retired Akinfeev, Andrei Lunyov, Zenit, and Guilherme, Lokomotiv Moscow, have not impressed. So those are the four teams in Group B. Once again, they are Denmark, Finland, Belgium, Russia. Now, your turn. Top four, in order. Let's hear it. For me, I'm going to go the obvious, Belgium, first. Second, I'll go Denmark. Third, Russia. And fourth, Finland. What are your picks? And in what order? 
you got Belgium, Denmark, Russian, and Finland. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what I went with in, in that order too. Uh, Kai Kai, what do you have? Let me see if you typed it in here. Denmark first, Belgium second, Russia fourth, and the other country third. That other country would be called Finland. Uh, in case you don't know, Kai Kai, Finland is um, close, right beside Norway. And um, sorry, Denmark, Finland, Norway, and Sweden are all up there. I, I know you already said your picks. I just read them. Um, what I was going to say about this group B is instead of picking the winner, if you want to find a long shot pick in this one would be Romelu Lukaku as top goal scorer in Euro 2020. If you pick Romelu Lukaku and you are right, you have got odds of 8 to 1 for him to be top goal scorer. You would have to think that they're going to win this game for I mean this group for sure, which is 3 games. Next round, I can see Belgium getting to the semifinals. So you've got four or five games with him scoring goals. You've got a really good shot at him being top goal scorer. I would go Romelu Lukaku, top goal scorer in Euro 2020 at 8-1. to one. That is a really good pick. A lot of people are overlooking Lukaku and are going with somebody like Ronaldo, but... I, I don't see Ronaldo and Portugal. I mean, they're in the group of death, right? We'll, we'll cover that in a minute. But I don't see them getting past uh, the likes of, of teams that Belgium has to play and, and get as far as Belgium. So Lukaku has many more games, many more chances to score more goals. Uh, Sulkamiku, welcome to the channel. What do you think about Team Finland? As, as I was just covering it, I, unfortunately, I think they are the one of the weaker teams in the tournament. Um, the group that they are in is slightly easier than some of the other groups, but I just think that they are still not as strong as Denmark or Russia. Therefore, I do predict that they end up at the bottom of the group. But let me know if you want to uh, if you want to call in and, and give me your opinion as to what what do you think about Finland's chances. Or if you want to ch type them in the chat box, you're more than welcome to do so. But yeah, if you want to call in, just click on the uh, the link in the description as well as uh, the one that Kai Kai just posted there. Just basically click on it and then you can call into the show and voice your opinion as to who you think will progress, who won't, who do you like, and what do you think about Finland? I would like to hear your opinions as well. We go to Group C. And in Group C, we have the Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria. Austria, I kind of like Austria, but again, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, let me, let me uh, pull them up here one sec. All right. Mavakaga, what do you got for Netherlands? There have been two years of progress under Ronald Koeman. 
We have seen young players such as Frankie De Jong and Mathis De Ligt burst onto the world scene, the coming of age of Memphis Depay and Daily Blind as well as Georginia Wijnaldum and Virgil van Dijk winning the Champions League with Liverpool. This team reached the final of the Nations League before losing against Portugal. In Euro 2020 qualifying they had to deal with Germany along with a resilient Northern Ireland. They reached the finals after a German-style win, coming from 2-0 behind to win 4-2 in Hamburg against their arch-rivals. There are some weak areas but talented players keep popping up. In addition to those mentioned above we may well see the best of Donny van de Beek, Daniel Malin, Kelvin Stings, and others next summer. Netherlands have been very, very disappointing as far as uh, under um, the, the, the coach there. I mean, they're, they're like a 500 team. They're batting 500. And uh, I think they are, what, in their last 10 games, they've won four, lost four, and drawn two. That's not good enough, especially in the Euros. Um, again, they're, they're lucky that they're in not a, such a strong group. They should be able to get out of it, but I do not see them going very far in, in the Euros. Um, I, I'm hoping that another team actually wins that group, a, a team that I've liked for a while as far as an underdog. But again, I, I just don't see Netherlands being very, very strong. They have really dropped quite a bit. Again, my opinion, but I, I don't really fancy the Netherlands all that much. Let's go over to Ukraine. Uh, Mavakaga, what do you have for the Ukraine? It was the country's best ever qualifying campaign, eight games, six wins, two draws. This was firstly down to the goalkeeper's Andriy Piatov ability, but the defensive line is quite strong with young players such as Mikola Matvienko, Vitaly Mikolenko and Edward Sobel, and the experienced Suri Kriftsov and Oleksandr Karaviv. Shevchenko has a very competitive midfield with Taras Stepanenko in a defensive role in Marlos, Ruslan Malinovsky, Oleksandr Zinchenko, Viktor Tsihankov, and Andriy Yarmolenko in attack. The main strength of these players is footballing intelligence and creativity. Malinovsky is perfect at free kicks and corners, while Zinchenko acts as a nuclear engine for the team. The best forward, Roman Yaramchuk, can conjure a goal even during poor performances. The power of the squad is in mutual understanding and hard work. One of the main problems I find for the Ukraine currently is the fact of the, all the turmoil that's going on between U Ukraine and Russia politically currently happening there was a lot of problems even for ukrainian players to play in the russian premier league uh due to the conflict that's happening over there i don't want to get too much into it because i don't want to make this political but it does affect the team and it's going to affect them in the uh, competition i feel so again they they it's going to be tough for them because of that turmoil that they are facing what I am hoping, well, let, let's just go on to the next group. Uh, I mean, the next team. We've got North Macedonia. Now, there's not much from Mav to say about this one, other than they had a very, very shocking win, possibly the most shocking victory of all games that were played when they beat Germany. 
two to one. The last time Germany suffered such a defeat was against what South Korea in the World Cup. So, yeah, Germany. Some teams have had Germany's number in the last couple of years, and North Macedonia was one of them. The other team, which I hope do well in their group, is Austria. Avakaga, what do you have for Austria? What was meant to be a walk in the park in qualifying turned into a roller coaster ride. When the draw for Group G was announced, Austria had every reason to be happy. Besides the top seeds Poland, Franco Foda's side were the other clear favorites to get through ahead of Slovenia, Latvia, North Macedonia and Israel. But defeat in the first fixture, against Poland at home, was followed by a disastrous 2-4 defeat in Israel and pressure began to mount. But Marko Arnautovic and co. started delivering some better performances, and crucial wins against Slovenia and North Macedonia followed. The pressure slowly started to ease when the team showed what they are capable of. Nevertheless Foda was criticized for stubbornly sticking to his system and not getting everything out of a squad which is undoubtedly capable of very good football. Thank you, Mav. Now, <clears throat> so we got the four teams, North Macedonia, Austria, Ukraine, and Netherlands, Group C. What's your picks? In order. I think mine are going to surprise a few people. I just want to see what the odds are on this team finishing on top. Let me just pull that up right now, and then I will tell you my top four positions. Okay, so we go to group betting. For Group C, it's Netherlands minus 250, Ukraine plus 450, Austria plus 550, and North Macedonia plus 2,000. I am going to go Austria to win the group at plus 550. Netherlands finish second, Ukraine third, and North Macedonia fourth. I know a lot of people aren't going to like that pick of Austria winning the group, but as I was saying earlier, the Netherlands are not that strong. They, they have been struggling down the road, and uh, lately they have not been performing very well. They were a heavy, one of the heavy favorites about a year ago, but since the qualifiers and everything else, they, they are just not as strong as... as they were lucky to tie 2-2 the other day with Depay scoring the free kick, which shouldn't even have been a free kick to begin with. So I'm going to go with, with a bit of a long shot in this group and say Austria wins a group. Uh, Leo here says, Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, North Macedonia. Yeah, a lot of people are just going to put North Macedonia down at the bottom. Uh, quite a few people were toggling between Ukraine and Austria to finish second and third and the Netherlands winning the group, but I'm going to go Austria, Netherlands, Ukraine, and North Macedonia. Uh, let's see what does... you My pick, Yuan Lao, and the other country. What country is Yuan Lao? Kai Kai, I don't know if uh, you're typing with your with your feet, or with your hands, but if it's your feet, then I can't make out what this means, Yuan Lao. 
You and Lao. I don't know. Let me know what you mean by that. Or maybe you were still looking in the dictionary what turmoil means. Oh, you sent emojis. Oh, it shows on the screen as em okay, never mind. So you're picking Ukraine, Netherlands. That looks like Australia. I said Austria, not Australia. It's okay. You 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 cheer for Australia, all right? I I'll bet you like as much as you want to bet that Australia will not win the group, okay? I I'll bet you any money, anything you want that Australia will not finish first, second, third, or fourth in that group. How about that? Let's go over to Group D. Uh, yeah, there you go. Salkamiko asking, why do you have the Australian flag there, Kai Kai? Uh, Kai Kai is just uh, saying pasta chito. means that uh, she's going to have some pasta with uh, some Australian cheese on it. Okay, so let's go on over to uh, to Group D now. <clears throat> In Group D, we have England, Croatia, Czech Republic, and Scotland. One of the games I'm really looking forward to that should be a lot of fun, probably a lot of hostility, will be England versus Scotland. And just touching up again with the um, Austrian pick that I made, they did play England in a friendly last week, and they, they lost 1-0, but they could have very easily tied that game or even won it. They had more pressure than England. They played very well. I, I I like the Austria pick a lot. As far as England's pick goes, well, let's go over the rest of the group first, and then I will give you my picks, and I want to hear from you guys out there as well. But for now, once again, Mavakaga, take it away with the preview for Group D, starting with England. After the carefree run to the semi-finals of the 2018 World Cup expectations will be higher next summer. It will feel like a home tournament at times for England, who will play all their group matches at Wembley, and they will start as one of the favourites after dominating a weak qualification group. The possibilities feel endless for Gareth Southgate's young, exciting side and plenty of England's rivals will be casting envious glances at their attacking riches. Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling and Marcus Rashford form one of the best forward lines in the world, with competition provided by Tammy Abraham, Callum Hudson-Odoi and Jadon Sancho, and there are goals from midfield as well. Yet Southgate will be wary of the hype. The manager is yet to settle on his starting 11 and issues in defence, and midfield have been exposed during defeats by the Czech Republic in qualification and the Netherlands in the Nations League as ever England have much to prove against the very best. Don't under, really understand why so many people are up on England thinking that they are going to uh, be one of the absolute favorites here. So I, I don't know why a lot of people do fancy England. Isn't it since 1966? Enough said on that. Croatia, next in the team previews. And that's going to be a good game as well, England versus Croatia. That's the first game in that group coming up on Sunday. Another massive, beautiful game. So many fixtures, so many delicious, delicious, scrumptious matches coming. Let's go Croatia team preview 
mother Kagar. The captain Luka Modric still reigns supreme in midfield and with far more consistency than on club level. Internationals Marcelo Brozovic has grown into a fine defensive midfielder of the type this side lacked for years. The squad has been infused with fresh blood. Everton flop Nikola Vlasic, now at CSKA Moscow, was a hero of the qualifiers, while Dinamo Zagreb's Bruno Petkovic surpassed expectations to fill Mario Mandzukic's shoes, already scoring five times in eight appearances since his debut in March. On the minus side, Ivan Rakitic missed half of the qualifying campaign as he contemplated his fading status at Barcelona. The manager, Zlatko Dalek, has been very patient over his withdrawals, but Rakitic may have lost his starting place to Vlasic. Croatia hit a few bumps on the road to the Euros, but will again be a force to be reckoned with come the tournament. So that's Croatia's breakdown. Kai Kai likes Croatia. Again, please bear with her as she has sometimes difficulty saying names properly. She likes to scramble them up a little bit. Um, Sulka, Sulka Miku, what are you, some of your picks? Uh, I want to hear from you as well. If you can uh, fill us in what, what you think about the Euros, who you liking, who you don't like, let me know in the in the chat box or if you want to call in, whichever way. But do uh, do let me know as I'm interested to hear your picks as well. Uh, seems like Kai Kai is going for Croatia here in this group. All right, let's go on to the next team preview. Yeah, bear with me as B-E-A-R. Boy, Kai Kai, you're, you're, you're on it today, aren't you? You're right on top of it. We've got England and uh, Croatia we covered. We now have the Czech Republic. Once again, Mavakaga, please take it away. Qualifying for their seventh European Championship in row is a remarkable achievement for the Czech Republic, especially given as only a few Czechs currently play for major European clubs. The key point in the most recent qualifying campaign was the change of manager in September 2018, when the unpopular Karel Jerilin was replaced by Yaroslav Silhavi, who improved the mood in the squad and identified a core for the team quite quickly, based around Tomas Vaklik, Andrei Selustka and Vladimir Darida. Team spirit and good organization will be probably their biggest strengths. But will be it be enough? The Czech Republic really need Patrick Schick to be in good shape at the tournament. Reaching the last 16 is a basic target. Thanks there, Mavakaga. Go ahead and take a, take a break for a bit before we get on to the, uh, the next group. I know you're uh, talking quite a bit. Not as much as me, but that's okay. You're still allowed to go take a drink, take a break. No child labor here, even though you don't sound like a child. The other the other team in the group is Scotland. Looking at Group D odds to win the group, we have England at minus 250, Croatia at plus 300, Czech Republic at plus 1,200, and Scotland at plus 600. I am going to flip the script a little bit on this one. I am going to go again with a long shot to pick the winner. I'm going to go Croatia at plus 300 to win the group. Then I'm going to go England second. And real toss-up between Czech Republic and Scotland. I'll, I'll go Scotland third, Czech Republic fourth. But in all likelihood, it'll be the other way around. But let's go Croatia first, England second, 
Scotland third, Czech Republic fourth. Let me let me quickly go take a drink because we still have another four groups to cover. We're halfway through it. When I come back, just a quick two-minute drink I just need. When we come back, we're going to cover the other four groups. Um, once again, if you're new to the channel, do subscribe, but also call in to the show. I want to hear from you and what your picks are, your plays, who you like, who you don't like, whatever. Let me know. I'll be back in two minutes. Uh, Kai Kai, keep them chatting. Let me know what your picks are. And here is uh, Croatia, England, Czech, and the other country fourth. The other country is called Scotland. Scotland is just uh, north of England, in case you're wondering what is Scotland, Kai Kai. Scotland is part of the United Kingdom. All right. So I'll be back in just two minutes' time. Wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Enter the freaky deaky music now. Ancient Chinese secret. No, don't. Just talk about something else. Baba, can I ask you, where, where's your name come from? <laughs> That's true. Wow, you're so nice. <laughs> but that was a big one. Brian, my buddy, how's it going, man? So, where is everybody? Love and Steve. people welcome back once again can you hear me okay talk about the calm before the storm what do you play Steven oh classic it's not just about Malakaga or anything If I remember correctly. I said that was a great God created a great creation. I was listening to you guys earlier and, and you guys are also great. You're funny too. But that was a big one. Gonna and give them a round of applause. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'm back. <clears throat> All right. So let's go now with, let's check out the, first of all, let's check out the, the friendlies. What games are done? Which ones are still going? As far as the qualifications for the North and Central America World Cup qualifiers, two games are now underway. They are in the 18th minute and Puerto Rico is beating Guyana. 1-0. St. Vincent and the Grenadines in Cuba are at 0-0 in the 20th minute. 
for the friendlies that we were covering earlier. We now have Czech Republic defeating Albania 3-1. In the 80th, Spain 4, Lithuania 0. They're not going to win. 60th minute, Morocco, Ghana, 0-0. 63rd, Senegal, Cape Verde, 0-0. And in the 54th minute, France is up on Bel Bulgaria 1-0 with the goal scorer Griezmann scoring in the 29th. Uh, let's see what he says here. He says, Soko Miku says, I have problems with my internet connection, so I can't call right now. Need to check my connection and try call again. Wait a moment, please. No, not a problem. Silka, I'm here. I'm here, man. Or a girl or a woman, man, female. I don't know what you are, but whatever you are, feel free to call in. Guys, girls, and everything in between, more than welcome to call. Uh, what's my pick? I gave you my pick already. Want it again? Croatia first, England second, Scotland third, Czech Republic fourth. But third and fourth, you can flip-flop between Czech Republic and, and Scotland, finishing third and fourth. But the top two, I'm going to flip those as well too and say Croatia wins the group and England finishes second as opposed to England winning it in Croatia second. We are up to Group E. <clears throat> group E has Spain, Sweden, Poland, and Slovakia. Odds are Spain minus three hundred, Poland minus or Poland plus five fifty, Sweden plus six hundred, Slovakia plus fourteen hundred. This group is also has one of my surprises. I will explain it to you after we get the previews from Mavakaga about Group E. You did, Mav, you did a very good job reading the breaking news from the Spain camp as far as their problems with the COVID. But you do have a preview about Spain in the tournament, do you not, Mavakaga? Please tell me about them and the rest of us now. At his presentation upon returning as Spain manager, Luis Enrique was asked if they could win the Euros. The question was laced with pessimism, an awareness that the generation that won it all has almost all gone, and that this is a team that have now gone three tournaments in a row without winning a knockout game, but Luis Enrique didn't hesitate. Yes, he said. Spain's qualification had shown that, he said, the Selección were unbeaten. It was a qualification finally clinched by his assistant Robert Moreno, who took over when Luis Enrique was forced to step aside because his nine-year-old daughter was seriously ill and subsequently died. His return hasn't been smooth, Moreno has gone, accused of disloyalty by Luis Enrique, but he is back now. And while he admits that Spain don't have an 11, I would love us to, and much as this generation certainly isn't that one, they do have players, and good ones. The problem I see for Spain is which Alvaro Morata will show up. That's the one we need to, to figure out here. Is it the goal scorer or the ones that blew, blew chances like he did the other day against Portugal? He had a clear sitter in the 93rd minute to win the game for them. And uh, he basically, for lack of a better word, let's just say he shite the bed. He shat, he shat it. 
So that's the preview for Spain. Uh, Kai Kai thinks Mavaka guy does a lot of talking. Well, he's giving you all the previews. So appreciate, please. Respect, respect. All right. So let's go over to now. As uh, Kai Kai already gave her predictions, even though I didn't ask yet. Kai Kai, calm, calm. Okay. Now we go to Sweden. Once again, Malav, take it away. By Swedish standards, reaching the 2018 World Cup quarterfinals was a success and Sweden's best campaign since coming third in 1994. The coach, Jana Andersson, has continued to build on that success with most of the team intact. After the World Cup, Sweden won their UEFA Nations League group ahead of Turkey and Russia, and in the qualifiers they lost only once, away to Spain, 3-0, and finished second in their group. The Mainz forward Robin Kwaisen has shouldered some of the goal-scoring responsibility and was Sweden's top scorer in qualifying with five goals. Sweden's game is built upon a well-organized collective. Apart perhaps from Victor Lindelof, Manchester United, and Emil Forsberg, RB Leipzig, Sweden do not really have any superstars, although Dejan Kulisevsky, Parma, and Alexander Isak, Real Sociedad, are highly regarded for the future. Kulisevsky is actually Juve, Mav. They got him from Parma. Okay. And uh, Kalma, Kalma, yes, yes, Kai, 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 Kai. Uh, well, let's go over to Poland. Uh, Mavakaya, shall we? Jersey Brzezek replaced Adam Nawaka after their failure at the World Cup, and there were plenty of question marks over whether he was a suitable man for the job. Their Nations League campaign and friendlies prior to the Euro 2020 qualifiers only added to those doubts, but fans need not have worried. Brzezek has done exactly what the Polish FA chairman, Zbigniew Boniek, wanted him to do, win the group, but also rebuild and refresh the squad with some new faces. The 20-year-old Sebastian Szymanski can be a first-choice winger for years. Christian Bielik proved that his fine performances during the European Under-21 Championship were not a fluke. And there was also Krzysztof Piatek, a revelation in the 2018-19 season in Serie A. But Lewandowski has to be at the top of his form. His contribution in his three big tournaments? Only two goals. All the weight is on Lewandowski's shoulders once again for Poland. So that's Group E, Spain, Poland, Sweden, and Slovakia. Picks for myself will be as follows. I am going to go, and this is going to shock, again, a lot of people, but I'm going to go Sweden to win the group. Spain second, Poland third, Slovakia fourth. What's even more shocking for a lot of people is I am going as a sleeper pick. Of course, I don't want it to happen, but... As far as the long shot dark horse of the whole tournament to win it all, I will go at Sweden at plus 10,000 to win. So basically, yeah, 100 to 1 on Sweden to win the tournament. 
again, that's just, you know, throw a couple bucks on it or something, euros, whatever country you're in. But that's that's my long shot pick. I, of course, I hope Italy goes all the way. But that's that's my dark horse for this whole tournament is Sweden. The second one was Austria. Again, just throw a couple bucks on it and see what happens. Just for fun. But my my strongest lean is again Lukaku top goal scorer eight to one. Few more groups to cover. Actually, we're down to the, we're already down to the final group. God, that was fast. Group F should be Group D because this is this is the group of death. D for death, but it's here as F for I guess frightening. Group F frightening. You have got Germany, France, Portugal, and Hungary. Now remember, only two teams qualify after the first round. One of the three, Germany, France, and Portugal, will not make it out of this group. Can somehow Hungary finish in the top two and knock two of these powerhouses out? I don't think so, but stranger things have happened in recent years. All you need to do is look back to about, what was it, 16 years ago and Greece. So you never know. Just quickly taking a look at some picks here from the Facebook user, a.k.a. L-E-O. You've got Spain, Poland, Sweden, and Slovakia, exactly in the order of the uh, the odds, that is. And Kai Kai is Almost the same as what I picked. Spain, Sweden, Spain, Slovakia, and Poland. Poland finished last. Wow. But then again, you know what? Every tournament, anything can happen. You never know. You like Sweden too. I'm telling you, I'm picking them as my sleeper. So we've reached the group of death. Hope you uh, rested your voice a little bit, Mav, because it's time for you to get back to work. Sir, please tell me and the rest of us, what is your review of the team from Portugal? Portugal will be at Euro 2020 defending the title won in France in 2016. Qualification was guaranteed only in the last game, with a modest victory in Luxembourg, but the Celicao still have the playoffs as plan B thanks to their victory in the First Nations League in the summer. The performances were not always convincing, but with Fernando Santos in charge, Portugal have achieved good results and won two trophies. Cristiano Ronaldo is set to be the first player in history to play in five European Championship finals, and now with Bernardo Silva taking on a more relevant role, and players such as Joao Felix, Bruno Fernandes and Ruben Neves, Portugal can dream big again. Thank you, Mav. And I just want to tell you, Mava, while you're sitting here beside me, you got a fan. Kai Kai is a big fan, looks like, and a supporter of you. So how about everybody else give a big hand to Mava Kaga as well? Taking taking the time out today to read all these team previews. Big up, Mava Kaga. You do have a fan in Kai Kai. If you guys like this video, if you guys like Mava Kaga, do give him a thumbs up. If you like the rabbit, aka me, 
give me a thumbs up as well. I'd appreciate that. If you are new here, don't forget to subscribe as I'm providing content daily. Uh, calling into the show if you are interested. Definitely click on the link in the description as well as in the chat box. Either one takes you to the same place. It's on StreamYard. You just call in and we can talk and you can give me your picks and what you think is going to happen come Friday for the following month of Euro 2020. All right, Mavakaga. Get your fan fixture back on because it's time to tell us about France. Simply because they had a bad day at the office in June in Turkey where they suffered their only defeat of the year, 0-2, the 2018 world champions and 2016 Euro finalists did not make the top seeding pot. No big deal though. France have reached their eighth Euro finals in a row rather comfortably and qualified untroubled by a raft of major injuries. Consequently Didier Deschamps had to use 29 players, among them a few newcomers such as Clement Lenglet, Leo Dubois, Ferland Mendy, Tanguy Ndambil and Jonathan Icon, but his strongest possible lineup looks very similar to the one that won the World Cup, with only Lenglet having edged out Samuel Umtatai in central defence. The team rely heavily on set pieces, tournament experience and defensive news. And at 28 Antoine Griezmann remains their undisputed technical leader and main inspiration. Anything but a place in the last four next summer would be considered a failure. And don't forget, Mava, they also have uh, Benzema this year. All right. One more review, I guess you got there, bud. And that's uh, Germany. Uh, Mava Kaga, please take it away. Thanks, man. After the team crashed out of the 2018 World Cup at the group stage, an overhaul was inevitable. Former key players such as Jerome Boateng, Mats Hummels and Thomas Muller were told that they were surplus to requirements, while Mesut Ozil retired in the wake of the debate triggered by his photo with Turkey's president, Recep Erdogan. The remaining stalwarts are the goalkeeper Manuel Neuer and playmaker Tony Cruz. Add to that Marco Reus or Ilkay Gundogan, who have plenty of experience, but have not yet been able to win any trophies with the national team due to injuries. The bulk of the side, however, is made up of players born between 1994 and 1997, foremost among them the Bayern striker Serge Gnabry, whose record on the international stage is astonishing, 13 goals in as many games. Joachim Lowe thinks his team are too young to be one of the tournament favourites. Then again, life as a dark horse can be quite enjoyable. Yeah, but Germany isn't exactly a dark horse. And uh, Hungary rounds out that group. <clears throat> uh, as you can see, Kai Kai, big fan, big fan. Sub to the channel and you will hear Mavaka got more. Hopefully not more than me, but it's all right. He's, he's good too. Map sounds like having echo. Yeah, that's because he's sitting beside me. He doesn't have his headphones on. I told him to put them on, but uh, he, he didn't. He, he wasn't listening to me last time. So now we gotta we gotta suffer and uh, listen listen to him doing the the uh, previews right beside me. Unfortunately, Map, can you can you not uh, be smarter than that? Come on, man. Sorry about that. That's all right. Just just don't do it again, okay? Again, it's 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 all good, but we're learning. It's a progress, right? It's 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 a step 
step-by-step learning curve. Anyway, please, Mav, don't do that again. Sorry about that. That's fine. That's fine. Just, just don't do it again. Sorry about that. Okay, man. No worries. Keep it, keep it good, man. Just calma, calma. Sorry about that. Okay, stachito. We go on now. Let's uh, let's see your guys' pick. This group again, a group of death. It it's it can go any which way. Kai Kai says Germany is good, but I don't really like them to win. I don't like them to win either, and I don't think they will win. They're not as good as years past. I don't think so. I, I don't I don't see them winning the group. Um, but at the same time, I hope Portugal Portugal doesn't win it either. And um, it, it's France. I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't like any of those three teams. But at the lesser of three evils, I'll go France to win the group. Uh, Portugal second. I, I, you know what? Screw it. France to win the group, Hungary to finish second, Portugal to finish third, and Germany to finish fourth. That's what I'm going to go with. Screw it. Who cares? It's a pick, right? You know what I'm saying, Navaka God? Do you agree with me or what? Sorry about that. Okay, so I guess you don't agree with me. All right, maybe you should just keep quiet and rest your voice now. Uh, okay, so we got Leo who's going with first and second go to the next round. Four top third team qualify for next round too. Yes, correct. But who do you, so who's your picks, uh, Leo, for the top four, like in order? Who wins this group? Who finishes second, third, and fourth? Kaikai going France, Portugal, Germany, and the other country. Well, it's not thirsty, it's Hungary. All right, so you're going France, Portugal, Germany, and Hungary. Seems seems all right. What do you think, Mav? Do you, do you think that's a good uh, good pick by um, by Kai Kai? Sorry about that. Oh, okay, Mav, how how's your day today? Sorry about that. I knew you were going to say that. Okay, Leo, what's your pick? For top four. Who wins the group? Kaikai loving Novaka got today. Good vibes. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Hey, Mav, how was your day? Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, Leo got France winning the group. That's what I'm going with. I'll go with France, Germany, Portugal, and Manja. <laughs> Manja. <laughs> They're not Eatery. It's Hungary. But we all know Manja because you're Hungary. Even Kai Kai knows what Manja is. Now she's going to tell Mav to pasta chito. Uh, request from Kai Kai Mavakaga, please, stachito. Sorry about that. That's fine. Just please be quiet from now on. 
Sorry about that. Thank you for your cooperation. It's, uh, oh, Kai Kai, it's not magia, it's manja. There is an N there, all right? Just so you know, for the future, it's not magia, because it's not a magic show. It's manja with an N. You should know that. And you should know that I'm also bugging you. Just waiting to see if our um, Finnish friend, what was his name? Miko, Miko. What was his name? Hold on. Solka Miku. Solka, have you figured out your uh, internet connection there? Or I could pretend that uh, Mavakaga is playing the role of Solka Miku. I'll, uh, I'll ask him, pretending he is Solka. So, uh, Solka, uh, have you figured it out yet? Sorry about that. I'll take that as a no. I will keep on waiting for a little bit longer. Leo asking, how about the four third best teams? Who will go on? All right, let's, uh, let's talk about that. So four out of six. So the easiest way to do this would be to kind of figure out which two teams will not finish third or the less points of them. Uh, Soka Miku is here. Soka, are you able to call in? If you want to call in, the link is in the description as well as Kai Kai posted it in the chat box. Welcome back. Hopefully you got it fixed and uh, figured out. Um, but uh, yeah, we are, we are waiting for you to call in if you feel free to do so you're more than welcome four teams i think that will make third place qualifying will go with huh, the third place team in group a so either i'm gonna go with italy to win that group so let's go with an upset let's go wales Wales is one of the four teams to finish third. I don't see really a third place from Group B going on between Belgium, Denmark, Russia, and Finland. Possibly in Group C between Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, and North Macedonia. Right now, I'll go Wales. Uh, okay, yeah, so one from Group D. Probably Scotland or Czech Republic. So one of those two will be the second one. Group E. Let's go between. Well, even if Sweden finished third, I'll go with Sweden to finish third. And Group F would have to be the third or the fourth third place team. So probably either. Portugal or Hungary. Those would be my uh, my four. You, Leo, who do you say? Yeah, let's let's not ask uh, let's not ask Mavakaga. Oh, what the hell, Mav? What are the four teams you think will finish in third? Sorry about that. Okay, that that seems pretty good. What about the second team that you think will finish third? What team is that? 
Sorry about that. All right. And third and fourth, let me guess. The same? Sorry about that. Right. All right. So, Leo, what are your uh, four teams to finish third? And uh, Solka as well. If you're still here, which I think you are back, who do you think will go on? Who do you think is the sleeper? And Leo, Kai Kai as well, what is your long shot pick, the dark horse, to advance the furthest in this tournament? I gave you two of mine, Sweden and Austria, as teams nobody would even think of getting very far. Those are my two sleeper picks. I want to hear from Kai Kai, Solka, and Leo. Who are your two team sleeper picks that could go right to the finals, if not maybe surprise and win it all? Give me two teams. And no, I am not asking Mavakaga. So Kai Kai is basically copying me. What a surprise. Why am I not surprised by that? All right. So, uh, yeah, Kai Kai Mavakaga does have to get going. He just wants to tell you and everybody else on the chat before he does leave. I'll be here for a little while. Mav, what do you want to say to Kai Kai, to Leo, to Solka, and everybody else who did join us today? What, what do you have to say? Have a great day. Okay, that's that's very nice of you. That's very very nice of you there, Bav. And uh, you have also, a great day. Yeah, you you also have a have a great day. Have a and, great day. Okay, I heard you, and they heard you as well. Don't worry about the uh, the delay in the YouTube video. They will hear it at at the right time. Don't worry about it. All right. So you as well have a great day. And uh, guys, if you want to tell Mav to have a great day as have well, have a great day. Yeah, can you let them say it back? You have to give them a moment. Have a okay? great day. All right. See you later, Mav. Have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. So, um, Kai Kai says that she happened to have the same pick as I did. All right. Finally, not sorry about that. Yeah, I know. It's about time, right? I was getting a headache with the same thing over and over and over again. He's just like on a, on a buzz of like, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. So annoying. But Mav, Okay. Oh, he's coming back. What What do you want to say just before you hit the door once more? Sorry about that. About what? Sorry about that. Okay. <clears throat> so. <laughs> let's just wait and see what your other picks are as far as the top four go. <clears throat> and uh once again mav what are you sorry about exactly I, I don't understand you keep saying the same thing over and over again but what, what exactly are you sorry about sorry about that about being sorry about that oh right right that makes sense yeah no problem man you're you're excused or whatever you want to be can you can you just please go now um you have a final word go ahead sorry about that about being sorry about that no not a problem See ya, see ya. Uh, oh, Fidan, welcome to the channel. Can North Macedonia surprise against Austria? Fidan, I know that 
they did an amazing, sensational, surprising job against Germany. The reason why I'm going to say I, I more hope that they don't do a surprise against Austria is because I am picking Austria as one of the two teams that will go far in this tournament that nobody really thinks will do much. The, the two teams I was saying was Austria and Sweden. But Fidan, what do you think about North Macedonia? Do you think they will be a sleeper and finish third um, as far as the top four third-place finishers? Can they do that? What do, what do you say? I want to hear from you. As far as I picked already, I did not put them as one of the four third-place finishers. But what do you think? Yeah, everybody's saying bye to uh, to Mav now. Uh, there's uh, Leo's picks for the uh, three, uh, four third place finishers. I'm assuming that's your your picks, right, Leo? Solka saying, as a Finn, my question is, will Finland get any points on his group? Not really sure about that, but. Um, Let's see, I do have a caller coming in. Hang on one quick second. Let me add him to the stream here. Hey, Alan, are you there? Torin Bibliothèque, là, qu'est-ce qui se passe? Devinez. Hein? Euh, les bouquins, right, right. là, hein? Et l'archéologie vivante, là, et venir respirer les mornifles, là. Mm. la filet, là, mm. avec mm. les chevaliers, comme à l'époque. C'était ça l'histoire, c'est de la. Yeah, that's cool. Because you're trying to use a. Uh... Mavaka Gafid, live from uh, some remote location which looked like Russia as a Finn. Uh, will Finland get any points? Hmm. I don't think so. I, again, I said that they are one of the weaker teams, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I don't see them really doing much. I think they are the weakest team in the tournament. So the question is no, or the answer is no, I don't think they're going to do anything. Fidan says, because if the Netherlands beat Ukraine, probably the second chance for the Macedonians is actually the second against Ukraine. Ukraine and Austria, right? It all depends on what they do against both those teams. I, again, if you just joining us, I was saying that I don't think Netherlands are really that strong. And I could see North Macedonia putting up a good fight even against the Netherlands. If they do lose, they'll, they'll lose by a goal. I don't think they're going to get blown away by, by the Netherlands, Fidan. You know. But I do know that a lot of Macedonians, North Macedonians now, uh, their last name ends with the ski. So I am almost 100% positive you are from Macedonia. Uh, my long shot is Spain and Italia, but they're not really long shots. Leo, I mean, to win to win the whole tournament, let me, uh, well, Spain might be a bit of a long shot, but let's see. Spain is fifth favorite at plus eight eight hundred, and Italy is also at plus eight hundred. You got France at plus four fifty, 
England plus 500, Belgium plus 550, Germany plus 700, Spain plus 800, Portugal, Italy plus 800. And then next would be Netherlands at plus 1400, which I really can't understand that one. Uh, for the people asking who that guy was I called in, it's called a troll. But he's gone now. Yeah, he was a, he was a troll, Solka. No worries, he's gone, long gone. He's back in his Russian remote village location. Pandev, he's been around forever. He was also on uh, Lazio a while back too. He's been around, man. Fidan saying, you think that the Netherlands will want to lose versus Macedonia, just not to face probably against France in the one uh, quarterfinals? No, I don't think anybody ever tries to lose. No matter what the game is, you always play for pride. You play for your country, especially in the Euros or any other competition where you're playing for your for your country. You never play to lose. No way. And and to be honest with you, I I think they're going to have a, a a struggle, a real battle, just to win versus Macedonia. And who knows? At that point, they might even need to win to get one of those top spots. So, no, I don't think they will want to lose. You don't even know what their position is going to be at that time. So, no. Like I tell Leo, good luck. Fidan, if you want to call into the show, please feel free to, to call in. And don't worry if, um, if yourself or even if... Um, the guy there from Finland, if you guys have a heavy accent or, or anything, you are you are all welcome here. We are patient. You don't need to worry about, you know, if you have poor English skills or whatever. We're all here for the same reason, for the love of football. So I would appreciate it if you do want to call in. Please feel free to call in and we can discuss it a lot easier by voice as opposed to, you know, you typing in. I have to reply and wait for your for your typing response. So, yeah, definitely call in. Uh, what you do is you just basically hit the link in the description or the link that Kai Kai is posting on the uh, in the chat box. And basically all you do is just verify that you're a YouTube user or a Facebook user. And then you could just talk by um, by audio. You don't even need a, uh, a cam. Just as long as you have the, uh, the mic and um, a headset would help as well so you don't get feedback. That's all you would need. A quick two-minute washroom break, and then I will be back. Again, if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, Kai Kai is in the chat box to help out. Everybody's here is about peace and love, and just for the fans of football, we will be covering uh, the French Open as well in the next couple of days. That's tennis for all you non-tennis fans. Uh, there you see Kai Kai is here, and um, it looks like Mavakaga is just putting on his shoes now to leave. All right, Mavakaga, you have a good day. I got to go to the washroom, all right? But Mav, I will see you, what, tomorrow?
Sorry about that, about being sorry about that. All right. So I'll probably see you tomorrow. I guess that's translation. So I will be back in a moment. Just a quick bathroom break. Give me like two, three minutes. Kai Kai, if you want to just let people know in case they're wondering, where is the rabbit? He is uh, dropping a few pellets right now. Uh, well, he has to go drop a few pellets and he'll be right back. All right. Sorry about that, about being sorry about that. Wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Enter the freaky deaky music now. Ancient Chinese secret. Euro 2020 Just tips and predictions previewing oh, all the matches and teams. That's true. Sorry about that, about being sorry about that. But that was a big one. Brian, my buddy, how's it going, man? So, where is everybody? Wow, you're so nice. Mavaka guy. Wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Talk about the calm before the storm. What do you play, Stephen? It's not just about Malaka or anything. If I remember correctly. I said that was a great God created a great creation. I was listening to you guys earlier, and, and uh, you guys are also great. You're funny, too. But that was a big one. going to give them a round of applause. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Enter the freaky deaky music now. Ancient Chinese secret. No, don't. Just talk about something else. Baba, can I ask you, where, where's your name, Kafka? <laughs> That's true. Wow, you're so nice. <laughs> but that was a big one. Brian, my buddy, how's it going, man? So, where is everybody? Brother Steve. Wow, you're so nice. Mavaka guy. 
wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Talk about the calm before the storm. What do you play, Stephen? Oh, classic. It's not just about Malaka or anything. If I remember correctly. I said that was a great, God created a great creation. I was listening to you guys earlier and and, uh, you guys are also great. You're funny too. But that was a big one. Give them a round of applause. Yes, absolutely. Is Canada a country or a city? Are you are you serious? Did you did you really just ask that, or was I hearing things? Please repeat it. Is Canada a country or a city? Okay, you you need to leave, like right now. You just read team previews. For like every country in the Euros. And now you're asking such a ridiculous, ridiculous. Is Canada a country or a city? Okay, see you, Mav. Have a good good night. And uh, don't come back. Or maybe tomorrow. Try again. Wow. Are, Are you still here? The guy from North Macedonia there, Fidan. Fidan and Solka, are you guys still around? Wanting to see if you guys want to call in. I'll go on for about another 10, 20 minutes, and then we'll call it a day. As uh, Vodka guy is really getting on my nerves with such ridiculous questions. I mean, it's got to be a joke, but unfortunately, he says it with such a serious tone. I don't think he's joking. Is Canada a country or a city? You see? You see what I mean? Totally serious. So I am back. Call into the show. Click the link in the description. Same link that is in the chat box. Pin message as well at the top of the chat box. Basically, just click on the link. It'll take you right into the show. I add you in. All you need is a mic and headphones so you don't get feedback. And we can chat about the Euros. which are happening in less than three days from now. Let's see if I could find you odds as far as top goal scorers, which I was covering before I said, in case you just joined us, I was going with Romolo Lukaku as a top goal scorer. And... When we started the stream, it was eight to one. Now he is down to seven to one. The one, two, three, four, five, six. I'll go with the, I'll give you the 12 goal scorers list. And you let me know which one you think has the best shot at it. The odds as far as the favorites go in order Harry Kane in England plus 550. 
Romelu Lukaku, Belgium, plus 700. Kylian Mbappe, plus 900. Cristiano Ronaldo, plus 1,200. Karim Benzema, plus 1,600. Memphis Depay, plus 1,600. Chiro Immobile, plus 2,000. If, if Chiro can start scoring some goals like the way he does for, for Lazio, then those are pretty good odds. But I, I don't know. With the national team, he just doesn't provide as much as he does with with as he does with Lazio. Lewandowski, Poland, plus 2,000. Alvaro Morata, plus 2,500. Antoine Griezmann, plus 2,500. Timo Werner, plus 2,500. And Eden Hazard, plus 3,300. I will have to stick with Romelu Lukaku, plus 700. Harry Kane is the favorite at plus 550, but I don't see England going as far. I don't see him going as far as Belgium will go. How many goals do you think Immobile is going to score? Um, two. I'm going to say two. I think they got other, other guys that are going to score goals. Don't even know how to type their names. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a lot of foreigners, so it's going to be hard to spell their names. Uh, Insigne, yeah. Chiesa, let's see what the uh, the other odds are. Okay, so I'll just click on it here. For, for the Italians, as you were asking, the next favorite, I mean, apart from Ciro Immobile being plus 2,000. So if it's plus 2,000, that's basically 20 to 1 for every dollar you bet, and he scores and gets a top goal scorer, you win 20 plus your one back. <clears throat> so these are plus 20, uh, 2,000. You got Pelotti plus 5,000. He would be next as far as Italian goal scorers. After that, you're looking at Insigne, who is also at plus 5,000. And Berardi is plus 6,600. And wow, we're really getting into the big numbers now. Uh, okay, Chiesa and Jorginho both are plus 15,000. That's 150 to 1. Wow, put 10 bucks on Chiesa and Jorginho. 15,000. It's 150 to 1. That's crazy. But again, I don't see anybody surpassing Lukaku. Again, it all depends on how far your team goes, right? The more, the more you're, the further your team goes, the more games you're playing, the, the higher chances you are going to be the top goal scorer, and that's one of the reasons why I don't think Belgium, because they're in such a weak group, are going to crash out early. Yes, Italy does have a good team. The problem is, can you see them scoring a lot of goals, even during those three games? I mean, don't forget those three games that they have to play; they're all tough games. Turkey's a good, a good team. Switzerland always play Italy tough and not many goals. And then you're down to, to the Wales game, which, again, 
they could keep Italy to even one goal, right? So, I mean, if you look at that and then you look at the games that Belgium have to play, you would think that Belgium's three games, they're going to thrash all three games. So that's another reason why I say Lukaku to be top goal scorer. A lot of people are thinking also, you know, Ronaldo was a uh, outside shot, but again, group of death. I don't think he's going to get a lot of goals. Look at look what he did in the friendly against Spain. Nil-nil. Nothing. And that's Spain. That's not Germany. That's not France. And again, I know it's a friendly, but he had chances there too. And he didn't he didn't sink them in. So it all depends. Is Portugal even going to get out of the group? But that's that's the beauty of the game, right? That's that's the beauty of, of playing with the odds and stuff. It's like yeah, you got to be lucky, but it's also very exciting. It makes the games much more entertaining as well. Forza Italia, you know it, Kai Kai. Yeah, that's that's exactly it, Leo. They're all going to be low scoring, one, maybe two goals max. Um but yeah, it, it, they can go either way. Mav, since you're still here, what do you what do you think of Italy's chances? What do you think they're going to do? Um, do you think they're going to win by more than one or two goals, or do you think it's just going to be a low scoring game, or do you think they can actually get a a, a top goal scorer and actually overtake Lukaku and Harry Kane and all these other picks? Do you think that there is one player that could actually upset them all and come out on top? With such a huge odds surprise, what what do you think, Mav? Do you think it's it's actually possible? Is Canada a country or a city? All right. Well, you know what? I just spent five minutes asking you a serious question, and this is the answer you give me. You're answering me with another question that has absolutely nothing to do with what I asked you. Mav, please, focus. All right, pay attention. Who will be the top goal scorer in Euro 2020, according to you? Is Canada a country or a city? Okay, just get out of here. Get out of here. We'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Jesus, that's this guy's question. He's still going on Canada, country or city. Need Balotelli back. Yeah, you remember that pose he did when he scored against? Was it Germany? Takes off his shirt and he's standing there like, like the Hulk. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, Leo, you should call in, man. You got some good opinions. Let's talk some soccer. Just click on that link and uh, we can talk. Kai Kai feeling very, very bad for the Mava. Well, Kai Kai, do you know the answer to his question? Because uh, for me, it's pretty obvious. If, if, if Canada's a country or a city. Um, Kai Kai, do you know? I don't want to like make fun of him because uh, I don't even know if you know if Canada is a country or a city. I mean, no offense. I mean, I don't really know if you know, you know, the difference between a country and a city and if you know what Canada is. So maybe you're in the same boat as Malakaga. Who knows? Right, right. That's pretty obvious. Respect, Mav. Respect. 
You got a fan in Kai Kai. Mavak Kai Ga. All right, we'll go. We'll go for five more minutes. Uh, Leo, who do you think will be the top goal scorer? And please don't ask me if Canada is a country or a city. But yeah, top goal scorer, Leo, what say you? It's so funny because when you guys type in the... Uh, the chat box here on on Streamyard, it just shows me like when you guys do the emojis of the flags and stuff. It only shows me the the letter abbreviation of the flags that you're typing. So you remember before when I said to you, Kai Kai, oh, what does UA and all that mean? And you were typing in like the different flags. Now on the screen for me, it shows that Leo typed in C A C A C A C A C A. So it looks like ka 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 for Kai Kai, but yeah, respect, Leo, respect. Are you watching the game tonight, Leo? Canada and uh, Suriname? That's a, that's a massive, massive game for Canada. And that game's on at uh, nine tonight. But for sure, that's going to be a great game. A, a huge one. I don't know if... Um, did you watch the uh, the last game a couple nights ago between Mexico and the States? There was bottles being thrown, and it was a really crazy game. Exciting game, but really crazy. And there were actually fans back it back there, and it was just it was nuts. Trade tre treading. This rabbit don't tread. This rabbit just trends. All right. Oh, yeah, I don't know flags. I do know flags. Who's the one who doesn't know flags? Kai Kai, please. Let's not get into that right now. We'll do the uh, the flag show some other time. You're seeing it the same way I see it, Leo. Lukaku, top goal scorer. And I think you're you're going with the same facts that Belgium should qualify easily from the group, score a lot of goals from that very, very easy group, and they'll be playing more games than the other guys. Like Harry Kane, I cannot see him being top goal scorer. Even if they do get out of the uh, the group stage, I don't see them um, getting out of the quarterfinals. Kai Kai, just one note. Before you go too crazy with Lukaku, he does play for Inter. So that's why I don't really want to praise the guy too much. I just hope he does it for top goal score for Belgium. But when it comes back to uh, Serie A, I hope he does nothing. No offense, Leo. But yeah, Canada Suriname tonight, 9 p.m. Let's quickly check some of the scores from the North and Central American games 
We still have Puerto Rico leading Guyana 2-0 in the 58th. St. Vincent and the Grenadines against Cuba 0-0, 60th. And two other games in the 18th minute, Haiti, Nicaragua 0-0, Trinidad and Tobago, St. Kitts and Nevis 0-0. There is one game in the South American World Cup qualifications that are now underway, Ecuador and Peru, 17th minute, nils. The standings as far as the um, South American qualification goes, in that one, the top four qualify for the World Cup, where the fifth place team will play a team from, I believe, Oceania. Right now, they've played five games, so they're halfway through it. You've got Brazil with 15, Argentina 11, Ecuador with the tie right now, they're at 10, and Paraguay at 7. You also got Uruguay, Colombia at 7, who are at 5th and 6th place. You got Chile at 5 points, Bolivia at 4, Venezuela at 3, and Peru at 2. One team I don't want to see advancing in that group is Ecuador, for reasons that Kai Kai knows, some, somebody from Ecuador who lives in a remote location is, is from that country. So I hope that Ecuador does not get into the World Cup. Uh, Leo says, I think Mertens will score some goals too. Isn't, uh, is he injured or something? Or did he come back in the last game? Cause I know he missed a couple games for Napoli in the, uh, was it this? I think he played the last game against Verona, no? But I don't think he played before that. Was he injured or something? He only came on as a sub? Even, I think, in the Verona match. Didn't he come in as a substitute? Yeah, if he can stay healthy. Yeah, I don't think he was 100%. I mean, come kickoff, he might be, but I thought he was injured. Yeah, exactly. Enough said. I don't even want to mention that person too much. But we all know who he is. I think he would ask a question much like uh, Mavaka guy would ask, right? I could see him asking this very, very uh, same question. Mav, do you want to repeat that question, please? Is Canada a country or a city? Exactly. That's the exact question he would ask. Wouldn't surprise me in the least. All right, so if anybody does want to call in, I'm going to be on for another two minutes or so. And then we'll call it a day. We'll probably be back here tomorrow. We are going to be covering as well the French Open as that's nearing the end. I've got Iga Swiatek to win the women's side of the French Open. I got her when she was at 20 to 1. She is now the favorite at minus, I think it was 137 to win the tournament. So things are looking pretty good there. Let me quickly check the updated odds as far as tennis goes. We do try to cover different sports outside of football slash soccer. Not really covering too much of the main American ones, but European type stuff like tennis, golf, we'll cover that as well. <clears throat> Cricket every once in a while. 
as far as the outrights go in tennis, I've got, as I was saying, Iga Swiatek to win the tournament on the women's side. On the men's side, I actually went with Stefano Tsitsapas. And when I got him, again, he was at plus 1,100. He is now down to plus 350 to win the tournament. He is actually, there's there's six players left. Nadal, Tsitsipas, Djokovic, Zverev, Berrettini, Schwartzman, and Medvedev. Currently ongoing right now is Tsitsipas versus Medvedev. They are in the third set. Sasipas has won the first two sets. Third set is at 5-5. That's a quarterfinal. Tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m., it starts Djokovic versus Berrettini. I don't see Berrettini coming out of that one, unfortunately, the Italiano. Djokovic is at minus 450 to win that match. Berrettini is at plus 333, followed by Nadal versus Schwartzman. Nadal, clear favorite at minus 2,000 to win that. Schwartzman at plus 1,000. On the women's side, let me quickly switch over to that. Tomorrow morning, we've got Maria. Oh, let's go with the outrights first. Oh, Iga Swiatek is now minus 175 to win it outright. Pavlyuchenkova is at plus 550. Corey Goff at plus 700. Krejkovkova is at plus 850. Sakari is at plus 1100. And Zdancic is at plus 1,200. Matches tomorrow, quarterfinal matches. We've got Sakati versus Switek at 5.30 in the morning. Sakati is at plus 300. Switek at minus 400. Followed by Corey Goff against Krajcikova. Goff is minus 125. Krajcikova is at plus 100. That game looks like it can go three sets. And then... The first semifinal, which is already in the books, will be Thursday morning, 6 a.m. You've got Pavlinchenkova at plus, or minus 175 and Zidancic at plus 137. So some tight matches there, especially the last two. I'm hoping Switek destroys Sakari and moves on to the semifinals with ease. I don't see her having that much of a tough time against Sakari. She is on fire right now. She is the favorite to win the tournament. Let's hope it holds true. As we can see, Leo is now going to mangiare. Ciao, everybody. Ciao, tutti. Leo, you have a good night, my man. And we will catch you on the flip side, hopefully, tomorrow. Kai Kai, just loving the Mav today. Probably having flashbacks of Mavakaga. Uh, do I need to ask Mavakaga? What do you think about uh, Kai Kai? Is Canada a country or a city? All right, Kai Kai. Hopefully, you're happy with that answer. Kai Kai says, "Manja, manja." Kai Kai, you have to say, "Ciao, Leo." Hmm, okay. Too much information there, Kai Kai. She's telling uh to please Stachito. Pasta Chito. Ciao, 
chow mein, Leo. That's almost like mine. Careful there, careful. I think you should change that. I'm gonna get rid of this. All right, so let's just check the scores to see if there's any new update, and then we'll call it a day. All the scores that I read to you before, they're still the same. Uh, Ecuador and Peru in the qualifiers is still in the 25th minute, nil-nil. Right, right, respect, respect. All right, let's cut the stream. We're going almost at two hours here. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope you guys enjoyed the content. Um, this video will be repeated probably tomorrow night. And what we'll do is I'll just keep it open as far as a premiere. Tomorrow evening, we'll replay it in order to keep the chat open so people can chat while it's playing. Uh, that's the reason why I do it that way. It will start probably tomorrow night with this one that we just did right now. Um, any final words there, Matt, before we call it a day? Is Canada a country or a city? All right. So have a good night, everybody. I'm not going to answer that question. On behalf of myself and Mavakaga, as well as Kai Kai, I want to thank you guys for coming out here today, especially the chatters, Leo, uh, the North Macedonian guy. I will get your name. Just give me a second. Uh, Fidan, I believe it's Komanovsky was your name. And Solka Miku. Thanks, uh, guys, for coming on out. And um, do join us again tomorrow. If you do want to call in, there will be a link posted again tomorrow for the new stream. But for now, on behalf of myself, Kai Kai, Mavakaga, we wish you a good night. And please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Thumbs up appreciated. Not mandatory. But most importantly, hit that bell icon. You'll be notified each time we go live. Take care. See you all on the flip side. This is once again. Trending Rabbit, a.k.a. Mavakaga. Wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Enter the freaky deaky music now. Ancient Chinese secret. Mavakaga. No, don't. Just talk about something else. Baba, can I ask you, where, where's your name come from? <laughs> That's true. Wow, you're so nice. <laughs> but that was a big one. Brian, my buddy, how's it going, man? So, where is everybody... Wow, you're so nice. Mavaka guy. Wonderful people. Welcome back once again. Can you hear me okay? Talk about the calm before the storm. What do you play, Stephen? Oh, classic.
not just the vote from a guy or anything. If I remember correctly. I said that was a great, God created a great creation. I was listening to you guys earlier and, and it, you guys are also great. You're funny too. But that was a big one. I'm going to give I, them a round of applause. Yes, absolutely. <laughs>